Okay, this is Good as Hell, the weekly rundown of the cultural artifacts holding together the rickety frame of our friendship. I'm your host, John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. And this week, we will be mostly talking about shit American sitcoms. Um, so, <laughs> lock, lock in for an hour of conversation around the adventures of Dr. Fraser Crane. No, this week we'll be talking about, uh, what, Broad City, um, new, new series of Black Mirror, um, some other random bits and pieces that uh, we have found and we have enjoyed. Um, just drop my phone. And some of the stuff we haven't enjoyed as and well. Some of the stuff we haven't enjoyed. Let's not hey. forget about that. Hey, we're 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 positive guys. We're positive guys. Sure. So uh, let's start off with let's start off with Broad City. Um, Rick, you forced me to watch. Uh, it was series two, episode four, um, yep. which was called what was it called? I can't remember now. Uh, it was called Knockoffs. Knockoffs. That was it. Um, yeah. Tell us, tell us a bit about what, what drew you. What, what drew you to uh, into Broad City? And listen, I don't even care. You can judge who you want, my friend. I'm into it. I think it's an all right show. It's an all right uh, show. We've been, we've been, we've been uh, yeah, but you know, in a in a world where all right shows win uh, awards, you know, it's an all right show. It's an all right I, show. Um, me and me and Lena have been watching it quite a lot recently, um, and uh, and yeah, knockoffs knockoffs made me chuckle out loud on a number of occasions. Um, introduced me to the world of pegging, John. So, well, to be fair, I knew guys got fucked in the ass with uh, strap-ons. I didn't know it was called pegging, and it was some weird kind of like subculture fetish. Yeah, um, I mean, you've been friends with Rob Sturgeon for long enough to know that guys like to get fucked yeah. in the ass with strap-ons. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, should we have used his last name? Or? Yeah, we'll just beep it out. <laughs> we fucking will not. Um, um, so, I mean, let me give you my view on uh, on the first five minutes of uh, of the show. Uh, they were shit. They're two of the like least <laughs> likable people, but not in like a like a fun Seinfeld completely unlikable way. More in like. A, um, type of person that you have found out murdered your mum or <laughs> stole your children and sold them into white slavery like, what's the problem? what's the problem here? <laughs> they're, 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 they're not accidentally unlikable they're deliberately powerfully unlikable people um, um, I, how, can, how, how can you uh, how can you not like the curly haired one? <laughs> you don't even know her name. The only thing I, I think her name was Alana. Alana Anna, whatever her surname was. That was yeah. yeah. Um, so, but anyway, I, I kept watching. I persevered because yeah. do you know what? God damn it, we're friends, Rick. And what you like, you know, I'm, I'm going to understand. You know, I'm not always going to agree, but I'm going to understand, and I'm going to be supportive. Um, it's going to be a long time before I work out why we are friends. Why we are if friends? I'm honest with you. Um, Everyone else in it, apart from the two main people, were absolutely phenomenal. Um, I want to watch a TV program about the um, bag-obsessed, conspiracy theorist, Chinese-speaking mum. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Susie, Susie Essman. Um, 
for for those who don't know Susie Essman, she plays Jeff Green's wife in Curb Your Enthusiasm, and generally is the best thing in that. And she yep. was the best thing in this. Um, it was the uh, bit where um, she said about um, oh fuck, what's the guy's name? Who was the ex mayor of New York? And she was like, uh, it wasn't the blast. Oh, Bloomberg. No, it wasn't. It was uh, that money still going in Bloomberg's pocket. And the woman was like, <laughs> Bloomberg's not mayor anymore. And she was like, that's what he wants you to think. <laughs> and I 100% agree. I think that is what he wants you to think. Um, what else did so you I, laughed you oh laughed. yeah I did laugh at that bit and the bit that really made me chuckle was the dad uh, was Alana's dad is it Alana? yeah, yeah. the dad who was like um, when they were talking about pegging he was who, like wouldn't that be a gay thing Elliot and Elliot was like um, how would I put a dick on my dick <laughs> <laughs> And then the um, and the dad's actually also uh, Phoebe's mum from uh, Phoebe's dad. From <laughs> the dad was Phoebe's mum from Friends, but he went through the op, and yeah. he's now Phoebe's dad from Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Phoebe's dad from Friends. What? Sure. Oh God, you've just annoyed me because he was in something else, and I was just thinking about it. I can't Can you remember what his name is? No idea. I mean, this is where professionalism would dictate that I would have like the fucking episode description pulled up. No, um, I think that's fine, isn't it? We yeah. d- no one. No Do we one tell people what happened in this? No, we're not going to tell people what happened in this episode. If you basically, Frank Buffet. Frank I Buffet. Don't know what the act- yeah, what's, <laughs> what's the fucking actor's name? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to Google Broad City knockoffs, and this Bob is Bob Balaban. Bob Balaban. That's a great name. Um, this is what you guys have this is what the the three people that are listening to this me Richard and Richard's mum are uh, are you going to refer to me as Richard constantly Richard Richard's (laughs) mum Jennifer hi Jennifer oh don't bring her into this Um, she's the only person that's close encounters of a third kind was he in that yeah Gosford Park Gosford Park is a um it's the type of film that parents will be taken to the Hague over for watching, making their thirteen-year-old children watch. Um, you're, I, you're a fan? Uh, no, I watched it. I think it was on when we worked at Robbins. Like, I think it was a film that I saw on like forty-five occasions. All I can remember is Clive. Is well, everyone who's ever acted in mainstream UK theatre and TV is in that film. Clive Owens in it as well. The, the Grand Budapest Hotel, the Monuments <laughs> Men. I mean, he was in everything. He was in every Monuments Men. That the people that were, he ha- hasn't remembered that he was in Monuments Men. <laughs> he keeps sending on his uh, royalty checks to someone else. Yeah, he's he's. I just remembered that film. That was a um, what do you call it film? Wasn't it? That was a, uh, a what do you call it film? Uh, a, oh yeah. I George like listening Clinton. to you talk about films. Yeah, George, <laughs> it's because I talk about it with such authority. Um, yeah. uh, George, a George Clooney film. He directed it, I believe. It had, it had uh, Bill Murray in it. And it's it's that kind of... So people are uh, tuning in to listen to me. Remember who was in films. Yeah, nice. And, and Google the name of an actor. This yeah, is, sure. He plays Arthur Wexler. <laughs> He's only he's only in two episodes. Interestingly enough, they should they should bring Bob Balaban back for um, a third episode. 
Um, also, I like the guy who played the sexual worker. Um, he made me laugh. Um, and I like the dildo in the door gag when she was yeah. trying to storm out. Yeah. yeah. That was quite Yeah, good. thank you. That was quite Come good. Come on. Well. It's a good so, episode. I, I mean, should we have some kind of um, like super progressive, um, like 17 star review system? Or should, like, out of five sounds, stars. <laughs> sounds fucking pretentious. I'd give it, I'd give it, I would give that episode of Broad City nine out of 17. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you know, Just just Eat is now the restaurants are rated out of six stars. Why? Why? Do they have to pay royalties Why? to the man who invented five stars? No, well, <laughs> I just wonder whether it's like you fucking take a brief look at it and you're like, oh, that's got four and a half stars. That must be good. When actually it's out of six. Everything's got four and a half. Like everything that's rated by enough people. If it's out of ten, it's got seven. And if it's out of five, it's four that or four and a half. Goddamn not true. Jesus Christ. Are we talking about just food or are we talking about everything? No, I'm talking about everything. If you go on, right. if you're looking for a new laptop, as I was so today, like, uh, sure. everything's four stars. There's no, there's no distinction between what is good and what is bad anymore. Everything in the world is just four stars. People are this incapable. Is... If you said to somebody, "How was your life? out of ten last night? How was your night?" They'd say seven. Four and a half stars. They'd say four and a half stars. <laughs> Deserves to sell I, more copies than the Bible. This is. I'm not sure I can get on board with this theory. I'm getting online right now to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to be able to find <laughs> one thing that's. I'm just saying in general, everything. Okay. Good rule of thumb is it's four stars. Okay. So yeah, like I mean, it's fine. If you want to like have a completely um, vanilla sexual experience, don't watch Broad City. No. If you want to mm. have a uh, completely. You've been pegged. No, never, never been pegged what, by someone pegged? else. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna lie. Uh. Peg yourself, all right? We've all pegged ourselves at one point or another. I don't know what that means. But um, I don't like that. When I was four, I stuck a thimble up my ass, and my auntie had to um, go Christ. like two knuckles deep to pull it out. Did she get the big tongs? Does that count as pegging? Uh, we will count it as pegging. It counts as pegging. If you want to make yourself sound more experienced than you are. You know, like people talk about male sexuality being like at a young age, it's really malleable. Like if you are like a seven-year-old boy and you get an erection looking at a pair of feet, suddenly you're a foot fetish. Foot fetish, which is the fucking jaywalking of um, sexual predilections. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but I had my auntie's fingers right up my arsehole at the age of four and a half. <laughs> and and fuck aunties. No, and, I, and none of that is transplanted into my like weird sexuality so you've never lost a thimble up Charlie's arsehole no I can genuinely say I've never subsequently put or received a thimble I feel sorry for you John yeah. well I'm missing out obviously yeah. so so the idea behind this podcast is if you don't know is that me and Rick recommend stuff to each other every week so we say yeah. like watch this TV program, listen to this song, or watch this thing, or blah, 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 and then we talk about it. So Rick gave me two, we're supposed to give each other three things each. Rick gave me two things, and then said other things that he had seen that he didn't like. That's not all, that's not the rules. <laughs> I gave Rick I... three things, three de defined cultural artifacts. How many of them have you investigated? Uh, what were they again? 
<laughs> um, they were um, an episode of the new series of Black Mirror. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. No, they were they were a comic. No, yeah, I definitely didn't do that. And they were fifty seconds of an episode of a podcast. Yeah, I think I did do that. I you think I heard it. that one anyway. So <laughs> you got lucky. <laughs> Oi, listen. First of all, this is the first go. You told me about this stuff on Friday, so this is as good as it's going to get for the time being. I'm afraid. Okay. And I think people will appreciate that. Well, this episode's never going out. This episode's going to be. Fucking dare you. We're going to put this episode in the vaults, like Prince. This, this is my finest work. <laughs> You I mean, son of a bitch! It is. It is also my finest work. Yeah. Um, all right. So I did my. I did the fucking work. I'm trying to make this relationship work, Rick. And the sooner you realise that, the sooner we can get it back on track. Do you think that's worth explaining as well? What the the fact that we live a long way from each other? Oh yeah. So our, our relationship is. is we should probably have done this before well. we started talking about fucking Broad City. Yeah. This is what people are coming yeah. for. Is uh, yeah. So me and Rick have known each other for. How old are you now? You're th- I'm 34. You're 34. I'm 34. Yeah. And we were what, 11 when we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you do that do the math on that, that's 23 years. For sure. Um, I went to Bude uh, last week. The site oh, of our because uh, I went down to Devon with the wife, the children, and uh, my mum, stepdad, and my little brother Jesus and sister. Right. Sounds fucking harrowing. It was. It was. It was. It was. It's. I just want to live with a family that aren't constantly um, trying to reenact scenes from fucking Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? It's a deep pull. Literally no one who's listening to this has fucking has got any idea what we're talking about. Oh, Lord. As long as you're making me laugh, I couldn't care less. So, yeah, so me and Rick, me and Rick became really good buddies imbued uh, when we were 11 or 12 years old. Um, actually, we were older then, weren't we? We probably like thirteen. Do you know what? Then. Yeah. Do you know what I think the the mistake we made in in becoming friends when we were like thirteen? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too it's too early. Like being friends with someone for twenty odd years is way too fucking much. I I despise the man you have become. <laughs> what like responsible, married, two children, <laughs> mediocre shit, pretending to be middle class existence. Sat I... in a fucking <laughs> tiny three-bedroom flat, and when I say three bedrooms in London, believe me, it is the generously described as three bedrooms. You could describe it more accurately as my two, basement. just two bedrooms and a cupboard that I've stuck my youngest daughter in. <laughs> um, has she got room to lie down? She's got room to lie down now. She's three years old. As it as she gets older, it's only to get more and more difficult. Um, I don't know. I think like I don't think we've changed that much, have we? No, not at all. That's yep. the problem. I think. No, I think we've. I think well, particularly uh, recently, I think we've probably pretended to change, which is uh, was the beginning of our problems. I mean, look, am I sleeping on my friend's sofa? No. Fair. Do I own a sofa? Yes. I mean, in that in that respect, I have changed. Um, <laughs> Do you ever sleep on that sofa? No, 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 I don't, no, no. Make Charlie sleep on it, yeah, because I'm I'm the boss in this relationship. Yeah, all right, mate. Which is why I'm quietly whispering in the living room (laughs) while she's sat upstairs in the bedroom fuming because I've kicked her out. And Richard, you better believe that I'm going to pay for this later on this week. 
Um, I'm gonna have, we're going to have to record the podcast at four o'clock in the morning so it doesn't inconvenience her. That's the, that's the new. <laughs> so you don't have to order a pizza. But somehow you'll still get a pizza delivered. No, this is very confusing. No, it's putting a pizza in the oven. Oh. Yeah. You've changed. <laughs> no. oh. Oh. First of all. Pizza yeah. Express pizza? No. Not my first choice, oven, oven pizza. But uh, also, uh, uh, what was that? Pizza, pizza Express, Express pizza. pizza. Is that the best pizza? I think it's the best take, like, cook at home pizza. Is it? Yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Ours is uh, some Tesco's nonsense. It's just a, yeah, no. it's just a peek behind the kimono there, isn't it? And it's, no one's liking what they're seeing. No, no. I don't um, know how you feel, John. Uh, never meet your heroes never meet your heroes never meet your pizzas um, <laughs> should we talk about the um, the Boston uh, Houston game which didn't take place honestly the, the information that you gave me didn't take place on uh, Christmas Day that was Boston versus someone else mm. it took place on the 28th of December and mm. it was a rollicking roller coaster of a ride it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was decent. They were, was it? Yeah, 26 points. So Boston were trade. It was Boston at home, wasn't it? Houston were yeah, yeah. playing away. They were trading by 26 points. And spoiler <laughs> alert, you know, so we should have like a spoiler sound. We could have, you know, the um, Jamaican horn. Ba, 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 ba. Spoiler alert. Um, what, you, hold on. Boston want, came back you, to win it by one point. You want um, Tim Westwood to DJ our podcast? Is that what you're saying? No, I watched a YouTube video, a YouTube documentary the other day about the man who like invented the Jamaican ba, 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 like drop. Mm. Like he's a New York DJ that used to DJ on um, some New York radio station, and he was like, and it was the it was the nicest taking credit for not, but not really taking credit for something I've ever heard in my life. He was like, he was like, yeah, we. D- I didn't invent the drop and I didn't um, I didn't invent dancehall I did popularise it in New York and then every rapper in the world has put it on a record subsequently (laughs) and he was like I hope it's not the best thing that I like the most popular thing that I ever do but at the moment it is the most popular thing I've ever done (laughs) and will ever do and will ever do he seemed like a nice guy though so shout out to that man. his name? Can't yeah. remember. Can't remember. That man. Oh, couldn't, pick that him, man. couldn't pick him out of a, out of a lineup. So, yeah. um, from my notes, um, could I got could Boston be more of a cliche? Um, the song that they play before matches, just before the yeah. matches, is fucking yeah. shipping out to Boston. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dropkick Murphys. The dropkick Murphys shipping, out to, yeah, shipping yeah. out to Boston. So, yeah. I'm assuming that Mark Wahlberg play a bit of House of Pain as well. Fucking hell. They are so fighting Irish. I'm assuming that Mark Wahlberg couldn't have come out and uh, blinded a Vietnamese fella. Because <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing that's more... Called him a gook and blinded him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a remarkably white crowd. Did you see? An awful lot of honkies. An awful lot of honkies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other notes I've got from the beginning. Um, James Harden. Um, looks like Mr. T's sassy gay nephew. <laughs> I thought that was important to write down. He's got a lot of like the only reason the the only reason I know James Harden. I know no, so listeners. I know nothing about basketball. Everything I know about basketball we'll discuss later. Um, yeah. The only things I know about James Harden is that one time he dressed like a pilgrim, 
in mm, one of the funniest pictures true. I've ever seen in my life. And yep. he is an eye roll meme as well. So he yep. like there's a gif of him rolling his eyes. Yeah. Is that James Harden? That's what he's famous for. Uh, uh, he's probably he's probably the he's probably the best one on one player in the NBA. But he's better than LeBron. Uh, he scores. So, he's averaging. He's he's the he's the league's highest scorer. He got forty points in that average. game, didn't he? Yeah, and he. Um, you don't know. <laughs> you he, don't he, know. Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, he's. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, he, he's like you know he's like six foot five, but like but like with, with a pretty broad shoulders, but plays like a but plays like a you know a, a, a two guard like attacking the basket. So, mm. um, yeah, he's 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 um, he's a boss. Um, I'm going to um, I'm going to question your analysis there because also in my notes I've got written does Harden dribble the ball weirdly? Mm. He seems to dribble the ball really high. Yeah, well, he draw- yeah, but I mean, it works. He draws works. more fouls than anyone else in the NBA. Is that is that something that um, he's people like are discussing for a shooter? Okay. Uh, what the, the dribble the dribbling technique? Yeah, nobody's that- talking about that. John. See, no one's talking about it. So you're getting it here first, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jennifer Hampton, you are getting the straight dope on whether James Harden you, dribbles you the ball. Keep bringing my mother into this. She's the only I, person that's going to download this. I will end you. Lena will definitely listen to this. What do you mean? Lena's not. Lena might download. So, actually, to be fair, Lena. Hi. 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 So we've got a, we've got a special guest. Who? You. All right. Yeah. All the way from Brick City. It's. Them. Lena, Lena's brought me food over. Oh, that's good. That's really, and that's yeah. what you want in a podcast is to listen to half the fucking podcast team eating a pizza, and it's not even a good listen, pizza. I'm very, I'm, I'm very skilled at eating away from microphones. Don't you okay. worry about that. Good, good. Um, I wait for you to go on a fucking diatribe about the symbolism in a fucking Fincher movie okay. for half an hour, and then we'll be good. So other notes that I've made, um, good to see that Aaron Baines is Australian. A lot of um, Australians, and I wrote um, under that, um, wish the wanker PM would put a firewall around the bloody Lebos, which is a <laughs> reference to uh, a cartoon that maybe six people have seen. So, Is he the most Australian man you've ever seen, though? No, not at all. I wouldn't have picked out what? that he was Australian. Are you joking? Where he did just, you think he was from? I thought he was, I thought he was like from Boston, because he's like a ginger, isn't he? So a big yeah, pasty gin. Right, anyone from Australia, that's white. The reason that he's moved to Boston is not to pursue a career in basketball, it's to avoid skin cancer. He's <laughs> going to die if he stays in Australia. He's got skin like a newborn fish. Yeah. He's like one of the um, those blind creatures from The Descent. Oh, he's, yes. he's struggling. He's struggling in Australia. And with a but in Boston, he is their king. Yeah. Um, and what else have I got? Awful lot of layups in professional basketball now. What, what do you mean? Every, like for the first, I don't know. It felt like for the first like three quarters, there were no the dunks came at the end. So since some, since like oh oh right, you mean like there's far more layups than you'd like to see. I want to see dunks. if I could dunk. So so being able to dunk a basketball is the equivalent to having a six pack if you have it show it yeah if you can dunk a basketball you should only be trying to dunk a basketball if you have a full six pack you should not be wearing uh, upper body stuff you should be wearing at best the cuffs and collars and bow tie of a (laughs) 
professional male strip tease artist. Sorry. Can we... <laughs> so, so you want every man with a six-pack to uh, never wear any clothes above the waist? I didn't say I wanted it. Oh. I said that's what should happen. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so not enough Duncan. Um, and then also, why does Ryan Anderson look like the um, blue monster from uh, Space Jam? He's the most gangly man I've ever seen. And it also, it took me 10 minutes of rewinding the fucking um, YouTube video highlights package that I was watching to work out who the gangliest man in the game was. Um, and you know what? Ryan Anderson. Yeah. Gangly. He's really, he just had really, I don't maybe it was just watching it on a phone, but his arms looked very long. Incredible wingspan. And I imagine that makes have him you, a defensive have powerhouse. Kev, have, you seen, have you seen Kevin Durant play? I have seen Kevin Durant play. He is gangly. Come but um, I think it'd be racist to refer to a, uh, a black player as looking like a member of the Monstars. You can only take yeah. the mic- you can only take the mickey out of the physique of the white players in professional basketball. Confirm or, or deny. Well, professional sports, surely. Uh, yeah, no, post um, Jason Lee, from uh, not- who played for Nottingham Forest in the 90s, and um, David Baddiel used to black up as and seeing he's got a pineapple on his head. Do you remember that on fantasy football? <laughs> yes. Do you remember when um, famous left-wing comedian David Baddiel used to fully boot polish black up to dress as him? Awful. I know. I'll tell you what. what, what why? How did he get away with that? Well, because it was the 90s you could black up. Like, we were, we were still no, too... We were no. still close enough to the minstrels that it was fine. It's only in hindsight we realised that blacking up is wrong. Unless, unless you're at the darts in 2018 so it's only hindsight that <laughs> yeah. makes yeah. us think that blacking up is wrong no it's, a, no, it's in hindsight we realise the mistakes that we made okay it's like um, the fella like in that in, like in End of the Dragon no was it The Way of the Dragon's the biopic of Bruce Lee isn't it End of the Dragon's the actual yeah, yeah. in yeah, yeah. Way of the Dragon when he goes and watches Mickey Rooney in fucking uh, Breakfast at Tiffany Oh no, that's short round from... Uh... So Mickey Rooney dressed up like a Chinese fella and it really offends Bruce Lee, but I was about to go, not time for a lot, Dr. Jones, but that's... <laughs> that's from Indiana Jones. That's short round. Point. Yeah, short round. <laughs> and I didn't get those confused because they, they all look the same. Why did you get them confused? I got them confused because I wanted to say no time for love, Dr. Jones. Um, and finally, I've got written in my notes, huge block by Tatum. But now, if you asked me to find Tatum in a lineup, I would not be able to, to do that. So I don't. I, I think there was a huge block by a fella called Tatum. I don't know who Tatum is. I don't know what he does. But by hell, he blocks the ball like... And I'm just filling now. Are you back in there? He's a monster. He's a monster. <laughs> he's like... He, uh, he's, um, he's probably the... I don't know. He's probably the best rookie to come out of the draft last year. Uh, Boston did well to pick him up he's the most complete player for sure he looks like he could have been playing in the league for a couple of years easy so so I'm guessing that Houston and Boston are both good teams because they both yeah played well yeah so um, I think Boston they are didn't... above the Cavs in the, in the Eastern Conference at the moment and Houston are second to the Cavs aren't having a very good season though are they uh, they've they're got an alright record still but uh, they'll do fine they'll, well, be in a, they'll be in the Eastern Conference finals probably against Boston okay so, are Houston gonna? You know, are these are we looking at potential championship winners? Are we looking at also runs for the season? And are we looking at future Who? dynasties being bred? Houston and uh, Boston. 
No, I don't think so because what will happen is well, next season LeBron's talking about going to the Lakers. Well, there's rumours of LeBron going to the Lakers. So okay. if he goes to the Lakers, then uh, uh, then there's a couple of the players who are out of contract who will probably go there as well. Okay. Um, so I don't know. It'll probably there'll probably be a bit of a Lakers dynasty. I would have thought. Okay. Seventy um, sixers are looking good. Yeah, I think and I think everyone's gearing up. Everyone's trying to build teams for two or three years' time when LeBron might uh, retire or have moved to a different team or whatever. Um, so all the East are kind of trying to gear up for that, basically. Okay. Mm. John, oh, cool. listen, my friend, we're going to have to pause. Are you going to eat? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm going to need to get a drink. So let's okay. do that. All right, mate. In a bit. Bet. Okay, so we're back. Um on good as hell joining me is my co-defendant Richard Hampton um, so you get that from a Wu-Tang song is that a Wu-Tang quite yeah I knew that actually because I'm I don't know if you know but I'm pretty cool so pretty cool guy um, so right so we're talking about basketball then um, talking about Boston and, and uh, Houston's chances um, in the future oh I've got to put you back on fucking mute oh for fuck's sake What's anyway, um, why do you keep pausing my video? Oh, because I keep, um, I've got to put on the next bit. Um, so, next, we're going to be talking about um, one of my selections for the week um, the Christmas episode of the NBA White Chocolate Podcast, um, yeah. where I've basically learned you can tell it's a good podcast because I know nothing about the NBA. I, I don't care about professional basketball and yet I listen to it every single week and have in fact in one conversation um, used facts that I've picked up from um, the Pipecast um, to seem like I know what I'm talking about about basketball um, but really I am JD saying that pretender. I did I'm, I'm JD saying I did an alley-oop I alley-ooped him that was it that yeah. was that was the reference that I was I was scraping for so yeah, yeah. So, but specifically about the podcast I want to talk about um, I'm going to play it um, or we're going to cut it into the episode but I'm going to play it for me and Rick to listen to now so we can laugh at it um, when uh, they found out about Laura Dern and Baron Davis going out and I'm just going to play it because it's it's one of my favourite things I've ever heard I, I gotta I gotta cut you off there I think Laura Dern the actress is dating Baron Davis Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That rules. That rules. That, she looks good guy, in these Emergency picks. guy who fucks of the week. Emergency guy who fucks emergency. of the week. Emergency guy who emergency. fucks of the week. Emergency guy who fucks of the week. Holy shit, are you kidding me? I was a career BD oh fan. Oh my god. And I saw him play at Drew League. I, love, I mean, he's old as shit and he was bad. Uh, but, dude, I've loved that rules. guy forever. And Laura Dern. Laura Dern fucking rules. That We're purple hair in Star Wars. Tell me you don't want to fucking actor. Star Wars. Yo, salute, dude. This fucking rocks. I'm so fucking happy right now. Yo, he's wearing like... Eyewitnesses noted that the two were infatuated with each other and very much like a new couple in love. Yo, we can find love, Adam. In 2018, I'm going to find love. If, if, if fucking Baron Davis and Laura Dern... Mm, I'm so fucking happy, dude. I, I, I like it. I don't think I understand it, but I like it a lot. What, the, you don't understand the... His level of excitement. I, I get it. I get it. Because he's just... He, he, as he said, he's <laughs> just so fucking happy. I don't know. 
He's you got you got to remember. What do we know about Stavros Halkius? He wants to know people are fucking. Yeah, you know that's true. How often is he just feeling? happy for them? I think he's just he's. In, I think he likes Laura Dern. He's he's seen yeah. her come back in the uh, the new Star Wars film, where frankly she was delectable with her purple hair. Fair. The sexiest purple rinse grandmother I've ever seen in my life. Um, okay. And he's obviously a big BD fan. Yeah. So Who he's isn't? he's just putting I two. Mean, in, you've only just heard of him. I've only just heard of him. The in rest that, of the world, is I had a Baron to, Davis fan. I had to ring you up and ask who Baron Davis was. Yeah, unbelievable. Have you watched a, ha- a Baron Davis highlight reel since? No, I haven't actually. But you know, as soon as this as soon as this podcast's over, that's exactly you're, what I'm going to do. You're a fucking lunatic. Would you say that you, my friend, are in for a treat? But for me, oh, me, my yes. friend, I am in yeah. for a treat. Yes. Yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it, and you can't stop me. I wouldn't want to. I mean, he's uh, as he as he got older and decided he didn't like his hair. He's he's uh, he's gone for what I like to call the John Rutherford. What full bald, bald and beard, bald beard. Yeah, bald I, beard. actually, I pointed this out to you when we were talking off air about um, Baron mm. Davis and, and Laura Dern. She used to go out with Common. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. she's got I mean, one. He's not beard. He's, he's bald. He's bald and beard. Is he? Yeah, he's always had a he's beard. Got a bit of stubble, hasn't he? He's got a big beard. Um, well, I'm thinking in most films I see him, and he's got—he's not got a big beard, but he has definitely yeah, got a beard. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. You know, such such films as Smoking Aces, where he plays a security guard protecting people from hitmen. Run All Night, where he pre- pre- plays a hitman chasing down a security guard. No, he's got—he <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he actually basically only plays hitmen or hitmen affiliated people. He's in John Wick Two as well as a hitman. Yeah, and a security true. guard. In fact, he brings he brings he brings his character from Smoking Aces, the security guard. His character yeah. from Run All Night, the hitman. And he brings yeah. them together in his finest role, John Wick Two, where he plays security hitman. A security hitman. Yeah, that's literally his character. Good lord. That, that's that's our bit. From people are going to be quoting that line, that that little riff that I just did, um, in the same way that they do the um, the bit from Wayne's World. You know, Party Dick Sergeant. Sergeant York, no, Dick Sergeant, Dick York, Sergeant York. We can cut that. We can cut that. Yeah, yeah, I probably. Yeah, I mean, that's not good radio. It's the, it's the also, high quality. Can we come back? Can we come back to you referring to our conversations not on the fucking podcast as off air? <laughs> that's that's what professional. Don't try. And, don't try and sneak that in. Um, what do you think this is? This is. I will be damned if you make this a professional outfit. The, after the sun explodes and swallows Mercury, and we're living in a post-apocalyptic nightmare, night, nightmare, nightmare um, realm of uh, fighting for the last six molecules of water. Um, people are gonna. <laughs> people are gonna. Someone's going to find the back catalogue, the six episodes of this podcast that we do before we finally get bored of it. And it's going to be like, it's going to be a religious text. If we are misunderstood in our own lifetime, I will be very proud. Yeah. And I did say say unto him, me and Rick were speaking off air. And that's going to mean like, you know, turn the other cheek. Now it's going to mean, that's mean like, you know, people in glass houses don't throw stones, you know, I don't know. It's going to mean something. Sure. Um, so yeah. So back to back to the podcast. The so podcast is an NBA po- podcast where ostensibly they're supposed to be talking about NBA, 
Really? No, really, they're talking about who people fucks? Who fuck. People who fuck. Yeah. NBA players specifically who fuck, both, both past sure. and present. Yeah. Um, and size of people's hogs. Yeah. Or tubes, if you've been listening to the new episodes of, of Come Town. Yeah. Uh, I uh, not the latest couple. You but, need to um, you need to catch up. Basically, they've discovered the word tube, as in eat my tube instead of hog. Instead of hog, and they think it's yeah. the best thing ever. And, and and I don't know what I'm listening to anymore. But no, all I can say is that autism outreach is is, is a good thing. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's a really good. I listen to, do you listen to Legion of Skanks? I've I listened to I know literally only listened to the episodes of Legion of Skanks where um, Nick Mullins on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I listened to it because Luis J Gomez is um, is a lunatic. The, he's the funniest person in the world when people are pointing out how unsound he is, like how like yeah. mentally unsound he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the latest episode, he almost he he got he uh, had a fight with a. With a pro, with a porn star. Oh no, I didn't hear that. Oh, and a porn star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard him. I heard him getting into. I heard he got into a fight with a porn star. Just a shouting match. Yeah. But she's also Puerto Rican, so that's them. No, she was. She's Dominican. She's Dominican. She's Dominican. Puerto Rican. Yeah. Oh well, they're they're mortal enemies. They're rival parades. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I don't. I don't. I do listen to a bit of Legion of Skanks. The. They were, t- they were on the last come down. Apparently, they we're just talking about anything now. We're just talking about our podcast is us talking about other people's podcasts. Is that okay? That that's I'm not. A, it's it's never okay. It's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. Um, <laughs> the um, they were talking about uh, Mullen was talking about um, how. For that's the, not me having a piss, by the way. If you good. can hear that, was that was that you cracking open a tinny? No, no, no. Crack and open a cold one. It was Lena washing a uh, kiwi fruit. <laughs> Doing everything she can to boycott this podcast. She's trying to ruin. She's trying to ruin us. Charlie's <laughs> banging around in I the mean, kitchen. She's purely in it for the money. Uh, she knows if I make a couple mil out of this podcast, she's in for a good time. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, podcasts are how people are making millions of. Yeah, I know, right? They're making their millions off of a podcast, sure, off of something that is free. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's get the Patreon going. Uh, my mum will give us money. Let's get the hearts going. Let's get the yeah. Patreon going. Let's get Periscope hearts going. Let's get the hearts going. Sure. Let's get on Instagram stories and let's let's tell stories. Yeah, there Good. we go. Um, Why are you not on Facebook anymore? I know I'm back on Facebook now, so that I can oh, yeah? Um, yeah back on Facebook so I can follow the gym that I go to and um, keep up with my friends from the gym. I fucking hate you. It's my jiu-jitsu. It's my jiu-jitsu, guys. Don't... What is that? What do you even fucking mean? Your jits, guys. Me and the guys, we go down the gym, we put the geese on, and we jits. So, so the people you've been friends with your entire goddamn fucking life isn't enough to keep you on Facebook, but you've gone back on Facebook it's, to socialise online with your jiu-jitsu friends. No, I think socialising is, is probably over-egging what was going on. I went back online and um, just sharing dick pics no it's, yeah sharing dick pics no it's just so I can see like um, like if a class is cancelled or if uh, seeing one of the other guys in the gi we're doing an open mat or something yeah, yeah. It's all, 
just slightly, <laughs> just, just slightly, slightly open at the chest. So you no, because you've got to wear chest no, because you got to wear a rash guard underneath to protect from um, skin infections. So how come that one guy that you're friends with, you know, has the big medallion hanging down in the middle, like an open-shirted David Hasselhoff? We're not, we're not friends. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I'm, Charlie's just outside, so I can't really talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Have you ever, um, have you ever like touched hog with a guy that you're rolling with? Uh, no, I've got my C and B's, my Clint Balcombs crushed by a man's knee on more than one yeah. occasion, or hip <laughs> on more than one occasion. Did you Did you make a noise? Uh, no, just just powered through. Oh, um, but you see, you see, hog every. I, I'm I'm one of the gym guys that's got my hog out. The helmet of my <laughs> well, when you're toweling when I'm toweling off the helmet yeah. of my dick hangs lower than my balls. So which is which is the minimum requirement for having a penis. But yeah. about I would say about forty percent of people that I see in the gym surreptitiously trying to like put pants on under a towel. Yeah don't don't have that they have like a button mushroom what the nuts are lower than the the nuts hang lower than the helmet of their penis just hanging there oh dear that's not a good look is it it's not the one it's not the one, not the one. um so yeah so i'm i'm most like of a... the guys that surely most of the guys you just with love seeing other men in their uh undercrackers so one would think that there would be some kind of mild state of arousal no it's not gay <laughs> What you, hold, wait, hey, hold on, what? <laughs> hold the, shut the front door. <laughs> it's not gay. It's not Rolling gay. around with other men on a mat is not gay. It's not the way we do it. Yeah. Which is the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the right way is to, you know, at least you get laid, you know. Mm. Um, so you didn't watch Black Mirror, so there's no point in us even fucking talking about that. Oh, how dare you. I thought you were going to tell me about it and I was going to decide whether it was worthy of my fucking limited time. No. I think... Oh, okay. is, is, that how the, is that how the podcast should work? So we recommend things to each other and then we decide whether we watch it or not? Listen... Let and then what, we come time. back the next week and talk you're, about it? You're going to do lots of research and, and try your darndest to make this a success. Yeah. And I am going to fucking rein it in at And you're, you're going to ride my coattails to... Yeah, 100%. Jennifer Hampton... Sitting in her Stop house in Sheffield, downloading the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, I am bringing your fan base. This if I is leave, you are done. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because I only know you. <laughs> um, you could. Um, this is a really weird way for you to communicate with your mum every week. Yeah, I know. She'll like it on Facebook though, so that's she'll cool. love it. We'll get, we'll get a thumbs up. Is there? Is there? A... Get a Why are you upside down? I don't know. Can you turn your phone over? No, I can't because I've got my headphones plugged into the bottom. Oh, right. This is okay. this is this is phenomenal content. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, so we're not going to talk about Black Mirror, and we're not going to talk about the mental comic that I was trying to get you to read. Uh, do, you, do you want me to read it this week? Read it this week, yeah. So yeah. my my two, I got a rollover week this week. Yeah, yeah. You're going to read Prison Pit and uh, watch the last episode of the new series of Black Mirror, and we're going to sure. talk about them next Sunday. 
Okay. And I'm going to have to come up with one other thing for you to do. And do you know what? I think I'm going to fucking punish you for this week's poor show and I'm going to make you read something. I mean, I think you know the outcome of that situation, John. And you're going to read it and you're going to love it. Yeah, I think that's the one. So is there anything else you want to catch up about? Anything else going on? Um, uh, so, you know, uh, what's this? Uh, you know they're doing a um, Freddie Mercury movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Brian Singer's um, been kicked off. Uh, been canned. That's but exactly do you know who the new talk about? But do you know who the new director Dexter is? Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher. What a legend. Uh, Mate, do you know that? You know that he. Brian Singer was losing his fucking mind on set. No, I haven't he, heard. Give me the give me the give me the inside scoop. He he had gone he had gone mad. He was like he was like turning up like everyone was setting up um, uh, all the sets and and the actors were all there ready to roll on time. Is this is this and, not uh, naming any names? But is this an yes. if you've got an inside line on this, we're not I've giving away who. Oh, let's yeah. hear it. This is and, this uh, is right. Why the fuck are we talking about bury the lead? <laughs> So you've got inside line on Brian Singer, uh, his breakdown, his breakdown on set of the new yeah. film Bohemian Rhapsody. Give me, yeah. give us the story. Uh, so he was turning up crazy late. He was turning up at lunchtime. Everyone was sitting, coming in at like you know nine in the morning or whatever. Well, earlier than that, everyone was ready to roll at nine, and he was rolling in at twelve, um, like just absolutely going crazy at like the, the some of the techs, like the, the the lighting guys and stuff like that. He was just absolutely going fucking berserk at them, like full on, full on screaming at them, um, and a couple of them kind of like walked out or like walked off set and stuff like that. Um, and he kept doing that, and they weren't getting any filming done, and he was like. You know, he'd like come in screaming at, at, at twelve o'clock, scream at a couple of people because he decided he didn't like one of the sets, and then he'd be like, "When you guys have decided to be professionals and get your shit together, uh, I'll be waiting in my hotel room," and then leaving again and going back to the hotel, being on the set a grand total of about forty-five minutes, um, and nothing was getting done. And uh, so, um, so uh, Sam, uh, oh uh, it, yeah, he turned up one day. And it became evident to absolutely, like, literally everybody on set that he he hadn't read the script for that scene. Like, he didn't know what was going on. He literally didn't have a clue. Uh, and then they broke. So they um, so they broke uh, broke for the uh, they put it, put the whole put the filming on hold. And like all the all the kind of um, crew and stuff are get, still getting paid because they're on contract. So they're they're still making money even though they're not not frigging working. And then, uh, and then, so, and, and the reason they took a break on the film it was blatantly so he could go and like read the script. Uh, and um, and 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 one of the uh, one of the one of the the catalysts for them for them having a break in filming was because Sam Raimi, Raimi, Sam Raimi, yeah, Raimi, yeah, like stood up to him in front of the crew and 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 absolutely gave him a bollocking. He was like, look, I I fucking care about this film. And it was like you clearly fucking don't. And if you so don't Sam Raimi producing? It, no, sorry, not Sam Raimi. Um, who's who's playing um, Freddie Mercury? Oh, um, Mr. Robot. Malik, something Malik, Samir yeah. Malik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something like those lines. Anyway, Malik. So, so, so he he stood up to it and like gave an absolute bollocking in front of the crew. And apparently, it was really awkward. And everyone was kind of like pretending they were doing something else and not really listening. Um, and there was a few days he turned up absolutely shit faced. Um, uh, and then uh, yeah spent those you know like he'd come in like stinking of booze like be there half an hour shout at someone go to the trailer and, and, and lock, lock himself in the trailer and get drunk um, and then uh, and somebody and they think it was um, 
Malik or whatever his name mm. is, uh, must have contacted the uh, Directors Guild in Hollywood. And they've got like, you know, they've got like uh, like standards that the, the, the directors have standards to Standards and practices, yeah, that they yeah. have to adhere to. So, so, so they sent like two guys out from the, from the bloody guild to, to, watch, to watch him work um, and had sat down and had a few meetings with him. Um, and he just, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't fucking doing his job. He was just, just like absolutely destroying the movie. Like one, while the film was on hold, all the, all the crew disappeared off to go and work on other films. So then when they wanted to start again, um, yeah, it was, a, it was an absolute nightmare. So they, so they effectively starting from scratch? Uh, I think they got some, they didn't, they got very, very little done. So yeah, they largely starting from scratch, but yeah, he was having a full on meltdown. And the rumours were that it was all after like the Weinstein stuff that he was like freaking out thinking. Well, I think uh, it got announced like a couple of days after he withdrew from the film or got kicked off the film or whatever it was, um, yeah. that he's being sued for like sexual assault or something. Yeah. Yeah. He so we can't. We probably can't use any of this, can we? Like none of this, <laughs> this is do, allegedly all of this happened. Allegedly, Apparently. this yeah. is a fiction. This is a new book that we're writing. Yeah. So we got hoofed off, and they got uh, Dexter Fletcher. How, and how's Fletch doing? I'm a big I, Fletch I, I, fan. I think he's doing all right, but they'd only just—he's uh, only just got going with it early. I think the, the funny thing was as well, all the crew was finding out in the newspapers, the headlines. They were finding out the news whether they were supposed to be going to work the next day, who the new director was. Oh, like really? No one was actually phoning them and telling them. So where like, was the was producers on this? Fiasco. Don't know. Don't know. Hmm. Um, so we're going to be—it's yeah. going to be good luck. It's going to be just pure luck if this is a decent film or not. Or Fletcher yeah. is such a good director that he pulls it out of the back. What else has he done? So he directed a film called Wild Bill, which I definitely yeah. recommend watching, which is like a council estate um, kind of prodigal father okay. gangster film, which is pretty, which is decent. It's got um, that Will Puller in. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, nice. uh, and then he directed a film called Sunshine on Leaf, yeah. which is a musical about the, with the music from the uh, Proclaimers set oh, up nice. in Edinburgh. And, it's really, and that is really good. That's a yeah. really good film. And then he directed uh, Eddie the Eagle with um, Taron Egerton oh, yeah, and uh, Hugh Jackman, but I haven't seen that. I don't know if it's any good, but I think Charlie saw it and said she quite liked it. So they got they got the Charlie Rutherford seal of approval. Wow, that's yeah. big. It's big, and that's that's big things. That's that's what Fletcher went into that film hoping he'd get that, and he did. Yeah. And I tell you what, I think that probably got in this film. I'm proud of him. <laughs> I'm proud of him. Cool. So well, that's a good bit, Goss. Mm. Did you just call uh, me my fruit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's me off fruit. Uh, let's um, let's wrap this one up for this. Let's week, wrap this one up. Cool. So um, watch basketball um, sure. and listen to basketball related podcasts. If you fancy it, watch Broad City. Um, maybe if you if your wife um, it's good. is Why making you, you watch it, you know maybe if you've been married six months, your wife's making you watch it, then you know go for it. Uh, <laughs> um, and then you watch the two. So Rick will be watching. Um, Black, Black Mirror. Mirror the last episode of the new series Black Museum um, yep. and he will be reading a comic book called Prison Pit by a guy called Johnny Ryan sure. um, so if you want to Jenny if you Jennifer sorry I know you don't let's be called Jenny Jennifer if you want to be reading along at home please feel free that would probably give Prison Pit a miss because it's a bit much for you you won't like it you won't enjoy it you'll be disappointed that I recommended it um, she's not a fan of the violence She's not a fan of the. It's the I'm not going to tell you anything about it. But it's the most ridiculous thing you'll ever. Theo found it on a shot on the uh, shelves at um, Forbidden Planet. Nice. Um, and I was, and he's like, "I oh, can I have this one." He hadn't really flicked through it because he just liked the cover. 
And I was mm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I actually, luckily, did the good parent thing and like just had a quick flick through it. And good I was Lord. like, there is no way you can read this. And I didn't put it back on the shelf. And then I bought it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Parenting so at its best. This is, uh, Parenting at its best is the John Rutherford story. That's the name of my biography. Nice. Um, all right. Well, that's the end of the first episode. You've been listening to uh, Good as Hell. Um, I'm John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. Uh, thanks very much. And Jennifer, I hope you're well. Give us a shout. Um, I, hope to see, I hope to see you soon. Shut the fuck up. Hey!